103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Well, I'm not actually uh, here this week, so for any disgruntled listeners who would like a refund of £20, then all you have to do is write to Mike Toulon at his home address. That's number 17, Walton Drive. <laughs> It's Key 103 Breakfast with Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. We like to mix things up a bit. <laughs> Don't we? Good morning, Jen. Good morning, Michael. Are you okay? Very well, how are you? So you've escaped. You've okay. clambered over those prison walls. Shh. Don't tell them. Are you just, you're going back tonight? Key 103. Come on. This is how it goes. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. She's big on the telly. He's not. So, Jenny McAlpine's doing the show all this week, and um, from Coronation Street, of course, and, and you knew uh, Betty very well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, were you, how did you find out the news? Did you just hear it on the... Um, no, the um, the press office phoned us all to, to, to tell they? us, yeah, on, um, on Saturday... Yeah, Saturday. And were you, were, you, were you saddened? Were you surprised oh, to hear... Oh, so sad. But, um, she'd, she'd, she'd been... Um, a little unwell for 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 a short time, but it was very peaceful. I think she was surrounded by her friends. It was, I think, you know, it was, you know, the, the sort of best way to go, and the and the best way to go because she carried on working right till the end. She always said that. She always said she wanted to die on the street. Yeah, and yeah. She, you know she did. And I think to do that, you know, to be ninety one and still doing what she loved and hanging around people that she dearly, really did love every day is just you know, the perfect thing. When someone famous dies, it always seems that you get loads of tributes. Everyone's really affectionate, but I've never seen as many affectionate tributes about one person. Why was she so popular? I know, it's true, it's true. Um, she really was. Do you know, I think she... She kind of treated the street as her own family. She, Her sister, who, who died a couple of years ago, was her closest sort of friend, but I think, as well as that, just the whole of Coronation Street, the, the cast and the crew... She just treated them like her family. So she'd speak and she'd speak to the young people and say, how's it going, you know, how's your mum, how's your dad and how's the kids? And she really, and she was genuinely really interested in what people were doing. So she got involved in everybody. Yeah. She yeah. must have said, she's saying so many characters come and go, oh, isn't she, over yeah, the years? yeah, yeah. And she was just, That's one know, big family. Totally, yeah, totally. I mean, it is like that there, but she was particularly, yeah, she really was. She's totally, you know, irreplaceable. She she started in Coronation Street in about 1969, didn't she? Yeah, but obviously she was a massive big star. She was like she was my granddad's pinup in like before the war. <laughs> was she a she hottie? Was, she was a, a hottie potty. Hottie. She was a <laughs> she hottie. She put the hot in hot pot. <laughs> she did. Yeah, she was did a she? massive star. I didn't know that. She, she she went to sing for the sing for the troops and all that business. Oh yeah, she was like yeah yeah yeah. She took over from Gracie Fields being the the. Um, I didn't know. Oh that. yeah, she was. She was a starlet. She, and, and in real life, every bit is warm and loving. Yeah, yeah, and, and very funny, very cheeky, yeah. very rude. Oh, yeah, naughty. Okay. Well, I mean, she was 91, so, you know, terrific and amazing life. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, so from Key 103, uh, for the much-loved Betty Driver, R.I.P. I'll measure today, you know. There, no staying power. I've been top of the bill all over the world since I was about 12, in all the theatres, the West End, abroad, everywhere, and I am now a star... Bloody hot pot. You know what drives me, man? Wonderful, isn't it? Wherever I go, see, 
How about it? Have you got a top pot on you? So this is your famous corner shop. It makes a nice little living. I can see that then. Elizabeth, dear, let me say. I'll let you say nothing, Mrs. Walker. If you'd have said not to start with, you'd have been much wiser. Elizabeth, we've been through. We've been nowhere yet. But I'll tell you where we are going. We're going to court. Oh, yes. Tomorrow, I am going to my solicitor, and I am suing you for defamation of character. So, Mrs. Walker, you can put your best sherry where the monkey puts his nuts. Now, do I make myself... What say Happy birthday to our lovely bedroom. Oh, don't go on, I'm filling up. Happy birthday. Well, I'm 91, so put butt in your pipe and smoke it. Don't you come to Oity Toity with me, missus. Anyway, (laughs) prove it. Right, who's for our pals? Hi, everybody. I'm Betty Driver. I play Betty Williams in Coronation Street. Anyway, I love, absolutely love being part of the show. God bless all of you. This is Key 103, Manchester. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103. Jenny, did you you have a nice weekend, honey? I did have a nice weekend, yeah. I just spent it sort of um, rehearsing for this, preparing, researching you on the internet. (laughs) Did you? Yeah. Don't ever research me on the internet. There's I know, I want to chat to you about that. I know, there's all sorts of untruths that Listen, come up. Listen, the trial is pending, so let's not talk <laughs> about it. Can we it not talk further? about that? Thanks. Um, I went for um, a Chinese over the weekend. Oddly enough, I didn't go to Chinatown. I actually went to the Northern Quarter. Has anyone been to that uh, Chinese restaurant, the one that was in the Gordon Ramsay F-word thing? In fact, I think they came about third or fourth in it. They've got the, the award up in the... Um, of course they have. Yeah, of course they have, as you would. <laughs> and it looks fairly... It's called the Sweet Mandarin. And it's in the Northern Quarter, and it's um, it's just a, a really decent Chinese. Do you like the Chinese food? I'm not a big fan. I don't know if it's that stuff they put in it. Oh, the um, the MSG, the, the, the mono sodium bicarbonate. But that that's what makes it taste <laughs> though. See, I don't know, but maybe well, I don't know what it tastes like without it. Then I'm not. I'm sure. Uh, no, it's fan. not what makes it tasty. It's that that stuff is what makes it gloopy. But isn't that the thing that makes it tasty by proxy? <laughs> what, monosodium bicarbonate by proxy? <laughs> yes. Um, There's no. so much of it as well. The gloop? No, the food. I went once and we had a banquet. I was there for about seven hours. How many of you were there? Just two. <laughs> there you are, you see. There's, therein lies the problem. I had ostrich. What? What? Yeah. Where are you, where are you going that they serve ostrich? China. You've been to China? No, no. I was going to say. <laughs> in Chinatown. You went to, and you got ostrich. ostrich. I've had ostrich as well. Yeah. We did it at the old Yang Sing, don't that we? That sounds but great. I think it might have been the Yang Sing. Oh, it was hard. don't think I fancy any of that. Let's have some crispy beak. I and do some like, deep fried claw. I do like those pancakes. That's what I'd have, but that's like the really... The duck pancakes. That's dead common, isn't it? Well, do you know, we... The duck pancakes. The, the woman in the, in the sweet mandarin in the Northern Quarter was really friendly, and she came over, and I won't do an impersonation of a Chinese person. Please don't. No, because that's Johnny Robinson's job on X Factor. <laughs> um, but she uh, she came over, and uh, she said... I don't know why she asked, but she said it was just me and Gemma, and she said, oh, are you two celebrating? And I thought <laughs> that there could be something free in this. So I said, uh, yeah... And she said, oh, well, what, what's the celebration? And I thought, I, I could have said, we've got engaged. But that's like, you know, three months ago. Yeah. But, so I, but truthful. But also truthful. So what I did say was, which was slightly uh, less in the way of truthful, I said, oh, it's, uh, it's Gemma's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, they might bring us over a free bottle of champagne. Um, anyway, turns out they didn't. 
Um, they what they did do though was they turned all the lights off, <laughs> <laughs> and out comes the cake. And uh, I'm going to put a picture actually on the Facebook site now because Gemma got really annoyed at me. Can't imagine why. No, because what happened was that they was turned bad on your birthday. <laughs> let alone when it's, it's not a, your birthday. It's such a humiliating experience, isn't it? Even it, like you say, even if it is your birthday, but then the whole restaurant then turns around and starts singing Gemma Happy Birthday, and she's just like, thanks. And it was just a little slice of cake with a candle in it, you know. And I'm not saying it wasn't a great cake. I bet they were trying to get rid of the cake. Yeah. <laughs> Go out there and ask someone if it's the birthday yeah. they've had this week. Gee. Uh, it's so, listen, I don't know if anyone else has ever done that. If ever you've told the person, I'm sure this must be a common trick, to try and get freebies, you tell the person in the restaurant, you know, it's a special occasion, we've just got engaged, or it's my birthday, or whatever it is, and you try and get some sort of freebie. I don't know if it's ever worked for you. Get us on Facebook if it has. You know, in your fortune cookie, did it say in Gemma's, you are about to be humiliated? <laughs> yeah. In short time. Uh, it's... Are you marrying the right man? Uh, yeah, all right, thanks. Uh, it's, uh, it's, she, she's got her own mind to ask herself that question. It's Key 103 Breakfast with Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. We like to mix things up a bit. Jenny, are you doing anything fun today? Uh, I may continue my Christmas shopping. I bought my first Christmas present yesterday. What did you get? In a, in a shop called, um, well, it was full of handbags. Yeah. And it was actually called Handbag Heaven, which I quite liked. Where was this shop? Uh, Sulphur Keys. Right, okay. Yeah, Lowry, Lowry. Uh, Outlet Mall. That's the one. Nice. That's the one. <laughs> Um, handbag heaven. Handbag and what heaven. kind of? What I actually stood there and thought, I am in heaven. And then I looked at the receipt, and it and was thought, called handbag heaven. I genuinely am in heaven. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so that was. Bad. I was probably was just ruined it if my friend's listening. Which friend? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I bought her a nice handbag. Right, okay. And um, you're going to carry on a bit of Christmas show? It's very early for so Christmas show. No, it's not. I don't think so. I mean, we were just saying, you know, it's raining, it's ready. I think once you can wear a woolly hat outside, you're okay to start your Christmas shopping. That's the rule. Yeah. Is that the unwritten rule? Yeah. All right. Okay, Matt, what are you doing today? I'm actually going to get my uh, new wedding ring resized because I think I've had a tremendous weight loss because <laughs> it's massive on me. It wasn't. It's You're surely... supposed to get stressed before you get married, not after. I know. Yeah. You've lost weight Post-traumatic wedding stress disorder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad syndrome. It really is. Uh, I've got to go to one of these media agencies, you know, one of these advertising agencies that buy and sell media. Um, and I've got to talk to them. I've got to tell them everything I know about how to do a good breakfast show. So it shouldn't take long. And that's supposed to encourage business. Isn't I know. It? I know. Key One Three relying on me to to sort of drum up some business by by telling them everything I know about radio. Have you written your speech? What are you going to say? It's all up here, kid. It's all up here. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key One Hundred Three. Uh, we've been here all this week with Jenny McAlpine from. Um, hang on. Well, I'll do it. Go on then. From Coronation Street. Do you still like hearing this music, by the way, Jen? I love it, actually. Do you? Yeah, I do. I do. It just reminds me of my mum and dad, this. Yeah. 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 It's just a wholesome, warm tune, isn't it? it? They'll never change it, will they? Oh, no, I hope not. Um, do you know you were voted the most popular soap character out of all the soaps? When? Um, I don't know. I've got it on the on the web now. Hey. Coronation Street and one. Ninety-eight. Corey's Fizz is the most popular soap character for, on TV at the minute, followed by Peggy Mitchell and Michelle Connor. 
So it might have been a couple of years ago. I, I think. think it might have been, yeah. yeah. The Mitchells are oh. the most popular soap family. And Arthur Fowler's the number one male. <laughs> 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 anyway, it might be a couple of years out of date. I've just got it on digital spy. No, I think I was once. No, that is true. I'm yeah. just modest. Um, but you've got a massive... Because we're not really talking about the Coronation Street side of things. Not really, this, really, no. Because because we don't like to go... We don't like to treat you any differently because you're a television soap star. Yeah, you treated me like muck. <laughs> no, we just treated you really badly, like you're Chelsea. Very talented muck, though. Yeah. So you've got a big week next week on yeah, Coronation Street. Yeah. It's the um, it's the trial. It is. Everyone keeps asking me if I've left because I have been a little bit quiet recently on screen. Mm. But because I've been in prison, so, you know, I've just yeah. been in my cell. There's so what have you really been doing to... all that time? Just kind of like laundry and... Uh... No, I mean, I mean in real life. <laughs> oh, right. Um, yeah, laundry. Oh, right. <laughs> um, uh, well, I've been here, haven't I? You've this been week, here, yeah. And I've been messing about. Uh, but no, I've been filming bits and bobs, but I've been... Because after next week... It does get busier because next week is the sort of start of other things. So yeah, um, it's busy. So it's the trial next week. Mm -hmm. uh, you filmed this already. Where where was the trial filmed? We filmed it in Sunny Bolton. Ah, uh, God's country. Yeah. The Riviera of the Northwest. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. In this old Victorian court place, which was quite dismal. Was it? Was it? Quite depressing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That was quite horrible. And something happens. Now, I don't want to ruin anything. No, we don't want to spoil, but I'll tell you. Um, so, John Stape's back, we know that. John Stape arrives at the trial, doesn't he? he? Can we say that? He's on his way to the trial. <laughs> right. That is all week he's trying to get there. But he does it in a roundabout fashion in... John St in the only way that John Stape knows how. Does he do a couple of murders on the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Does he kill the security guard at the entrance? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, Rosie Webster gets involved yeah. uh, because she is the, uh, you know, it's all her fault in John's opinion. It's whole, well, everything that's gone wrong in his life. So uh, he has to stop on the way to have a word with her. That, have a word with her. Yeah. I know, because we read recently she wanted out. Well. This could be her exit <clears> strategy. So that all goes wrong. Um... Fizz is, meanwhile, in the dark. Uh, she doesn't know where John is. It's very exciting. As, as an actress on Coronation Street... spoilers on ITV.com if people want to know, but I don't like spoiling it for you, so, you know, it's up to you. So I'm just teasing you and tantalising you, as I think I do quite well. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly during the Lion in Bed song, El Coco. Um, as an actress, when you do uh, scenes outside of the... Um, you know, the, obviously Coronation Street set, mm -hmm. is it quite exciting? It's like a school day trip. It's like, wow, we're going somewhere new. It is, it is. Until, until you arrive in Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> God's country. Oh, no, it was lovely. Actually, can I tell you a story quickly? Yeah, go on. Um, the, we had some, like, visiting artists, we call them. The barrister, um, who was my defence barrister, was from London, lovely girl, but quite posh. And I said, it's all right here in Bolton. We're all right. There's, um, there's a spa over the road. <laughs> and she said... Um, she said, oh, is that? She, oh, but we probably won't have time. We probably won't have time, but I'd love to have a massage. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. She said, no, where you buy bread, milk, yeah. sugar, etc., the essentials. She's so lovely. In fairness, you can get a massage at my local spa, but, but that's a, a different it's a, it's story. A different that's, around, <laughs> that's around the back, isn't it? Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. Come on! Taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103. First, she was falsely banged up in prison. And now, she's got to work with Toulon. That's some serious bad luck. Thursday morning, this is Key 103. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Max, Stephen, Nathan, Jane, Tom, a.k.a. The Wanted. Yeah. Now, guys, I've got to introduce you to someone. Uh, Max, obviously, you're all loved up with Michelle from Coronation Street. Anyone else here want a soap star girlfriend? <laughs> oh, yeah! Oh, 
I do. I yeah? do. Okay, you've got yeah. a couple of offers there. Yeah, because it'll help me Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I mean, we, we hear all about you all the time, Max, with Michelle. Um, anyone else in, in, in a, a loved-up situation, or do you not want to say? Uh, yeah. Not not me, but Tom and Steve are. Not with each other? <laughs> <laughs> um, so how is the single Lightning doing? So it was out uh, last week. You did the X Factor results show on uh, on Sunday night. Where are we now in the midweeks? Uh, number one at the moment. Still. Yes. Hey. Rihanna's right up our... Uh, tail. Tail. Yeah. yeah. Good, uh, good we, word there, Jay. number three on iTunes, so we Ooh. feel like she's gaining and we want to push her back down where she belongs. Yeah. What, what Rihanna song is it now? She churns them out like peas out oh, of a pod, doesn't she? Which one? She's got one a week. It's so annoying. Just... Pack it in, Rihanna. Give us a break. Give someone else a she's chance. Had too many number one singles, so we want one for a trip. You yeah. need to get naked in a farmer's field. That's what. She yeah, that is yeah. true. I've, I've done Boston, that many times, so. but um, <laughs> it has never worked for me. Uh, how did you enjoy the X Factor on Sunday night? Uh, really, I really, really liked it. it. Yeah. Uh, last time, no one really knew us properly. They knew we had one big song, really, so we were a bit nervous. And I think this time round, we really wanted to show. You know what, we, we're owning it now. We know what we're doing, and I think that came across. And i got to say, Jay, you owned the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you did. You had, a, you had a kind of... A, it was all dramatic, wasn't it? It was all... The, there was the lightning bolts, and there was the, the dry ice, and you yeah. guys smouldering your way across the stage. There was lots of fire going on. There was lots of fire going on. Um, the video, actually, um, is a similar thing, isn't it? So it's like a bonfire party, yeah. and there's weird kind of lightsabers sticking up out the ground. <laughs> and then at some point, someone throws a firework in a car. Yeah, they do. And that's yeah. irresponsible. That like, health and safety. Health and safety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Nathan, that lot. It's just the youth of today, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. What? Winkle. You're the sort of guy in them riots. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so, on, on the X Factor itself, then, did you did you get to meet any of the other acts? Were you was there on Sunday night? Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah, did you meet the bands? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, met, uh, we met the ones that got booted off New Vibe. They were dead nice. We met yeah. the... And Johnny. We met Johnny. And they were nice. Oh, you met well. Johnny? Johnny. Jen absolutely thinks Johnny should win it. I'm not of the same... He's genuinely a nice guy. Like, just, oh he's just, just so nothing. gentle. Such a gentleman. Is he? No, he, he really is. Oh. Yeah, but you're saying that, Nate. You don't want any more competition in the charts. That's why you don't want That's anyone it, else. That's it, Yeah. Yeah. I think he's well, a, well, I think no, a bit he, creepy. I, I think he's better than Matt Card or me. Are you joking? <laughs> no. Yeah, I know what, I'll be honest. I mean, I think vocally it's not been the strongest year. And he, more than most of the other acts, really singing in tune, even yeah. though it's... Yeah. For me, it's two octaves too high, but he's, <laughs> he's still in tune. I think for anyone, it's two octaves too high. For my ears, it's two octaves in too Manchester, high. In Manchester, we're behind our Misha, aren't we? Misha yeah. B. Yeah, Misha oh, Bryan really is, is just terrific. We'll She's yeah. got the whole package going already, yeah. hasn't she? Uh, you've been supporting Justin Bieber as well. Um, oh, yeah, have you been somewhere glamorous? Like Brazil. Brazil yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So are you picking up a few Bieberettes of your own, or Beliebers, whatever they're called? <laughs> yeah, like, we, when, we got, when we got to the hotel, it was, I mean, it was madness over there, because, I mean, there was just hundreds and hundreds of fans out camped outside the whole cell yeah. but like they made a little bit of noise when we arrived and they were like singing for Justin Bieber all night long they didn't really care did they and then <laughs> well, after <laughs> the two there. days of being there we did the two gigs and Justin had gone and we were still there but a load of the fans stayed there and were singing our songs all night yeah. so that was really oh, nice we love you so, Wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh really is that what they say yeah. we, we love, love you Wanted. Uh, obviously with the, the, the Bieber fans you know you, there's, there's a big in there to America so what's happening now with you guys in America is there anything bubbling under um, um, the we, singer's just come out over there aren't it yeah. Lightning yeah. glad you came glad you came oh right okay uh, sold out sold out a gig in New York yeah. which we're doing at the end of the month oh man really whereabouts in New York at uh, the Gramercy Theatre right okay that'll so, be welcome yeah really looking yeah. forward to it yeah do you need anybody to help with luggage or, um... Yeah, because uh, we, we, we don't like our tour manager very much. So <laughs> <laughs> come over with us if you want. I'm there, I'm there. You are sold, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm sold, yeah. Are you out of prison by then? Are you still uh, in prison? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
sort it out. That's why the girls outside didn't want a picture. Because <laughs> with, the, with the America thing, obviously it's really weird. I can never second guess what the American market would like. So yeah. JLS haven't done very well over there. Obviously Westlife didn't do very well. Yeah. No. But Susan Boyle is the biggest thing there in 10 years. <laughs> I'm not being unkind to Susan Boyle, but you can't work we, out, we you know. They love a story, don't they? They love a good story. They love a good sob story. We can make a few up if we want to. Yeah, do We'll just make him up. We'll just lie. It's Q103 Breakfast with Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. Chelsea better watch herself. These two have chemistry. I've only just discovered falafel. And uh, it's, an, it's an interesting thing. I went out last night, me and Gemma went out for a, um, I think it was a Libyan meal. What do you uh, mean you think it was a Well, I, I don't know whether it was... Did you just get bundled into a dark alley? Here, we have a, a table for you. <laughs> well, it was, it was a little bit like that. There's a restaurant in Alteringham, uh, Alteringham called... Um, I think it might be called Yara or something. Uh, or Libyan for uh, eat here. Yeah, maybe it is. And, and we went there for a meal last night, and I couldn't work out what the food was. I think it was either Syrian... Or Libyan. So you just took an absolute wild guess. Yeah, because do you know sometimes you get bored of having the same thing, don't you? Mm. So you think, hey, let's push it out there. Let's. Ha- I, I, do you know what? It's a Wednesday night. I fancy a Libyan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we went for this meal last night, and it was. I had. I had um, a load of things, and I don't know what any of them are. Uh, I've. I've had hummus before. Don't still really understand what hummus is. That's it's not Libyan, is it? Falafel isn't Libyan. That's Greek. Are you sure it wasn't Lebanese? Lebanese. That was it. What? You're getting the Lebanon confused with Libya. (laughs) Well, maybe. That is a whole political minefield you're getting into. It might have been Lebanese. It is Lebanese. You've just... Because it's very tapas very similar to Greek and Turkish foods. Yeah, Yeah, so it was Lebanese food. Yeah, lovely. (laughs) Not not Libyan. (laughs) We got there in the end. I thought that was a weird uh, restaurant choice, to have a Libyan... Of a Libyan restaurant. It's like, okay, so, uh, yeah, anyway, so I had... Did you go dressed as Colonel Gaddafi as well? (laughs) You completely misread the vibe. So I had this weird thing uh, called kerfuffle. What was it called? Falafel. (laughs) You cause a kerfuffle, you eat a falafel. I had a thing called falafel. Uh, Falafel. How are you spelling that? Falafel. It's F-A-F... F A F. No, sorry. F A L. F A F A F A F A L. F A F A L. It's exactly how it, how it sounds. F A L. Is it? It's like a similar. The consistency is like a shish kebabby type thing, isn't it? But veggie. You know your Syrian food. It's ground up chickpea. Yeah. Fried. That's exactly what it is. But it creates like a meaty texture without the meat. Don't you think? Don't you find that? In a way, yeah. That's a good call. Meaty texture without the actual bother of having meat. You know, yeah, like a nut roast, etc. It was very dry though. This falafel. You need a dip with it. Well, I did. I didn't know what it was called. It might be called tzatziki. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Is that Libyan? Have you had that before? No. That's Greek as well. What is it? Uh, tzatziki's like cucumber and yoghurt. No, it wasn't that. Was it taramasalata? That's fish. Oh, no, I wouldn't have that. You don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Gemma said. She said to me last night, I can't believe you haven't heard of any of these dishes. Of course I haven't heard of So you're 14, you've not had falafel. <laughs> well, there's no need to go we on about the 40 thing. To, we need to ask people to... 32, Jen, we on need air. to yeah. ask pe- people on the text what they tried. What do you think? We need yes. to do that. Yeah, let's do this as a thing. Let's do this on Facebook. Uh, Facebook.com slash Key103 or on the text. Is there a food that you've only just discovered? Mm. You've got to a certain age, to, it, it, wherever you are currently in your life, you thought, I can't believe I've only just had this. I have got a darling friend, actually, um, Linda, who eats, who hasn't really eaten a lot of fruit in a, in a child 
in her childhood. So she texts me every time she's had a new thing, like a raspberry and things. <laughs> she doesn't. Yeah, she, she does. She texts you saying, I've just eaten an apple. Yeah, she does. Is and I say, very rehab? well done, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Wow. She's not used to it, and to get to an adult and then not have it is very strange because the texture is very funny, you know, of things mm. like apples and things if you've not had them. So normally you're supposed to have your... She's had the basics, but, you know, anything a bit more exotic. Like a pineapple. And she might not have had mango, I'll ask her, but we've not got any left, have we? So we most people have their five a day. She's going for five in a life. Yeah. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103. It's 8.39. This is Q103, Manchester's number one hit music station. Uh, it's Mike and Jen. Morning. And Matt yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So Footloose is back. Now, Footloose, I don't know if you saw it in the 80s with Kevin Bacon, uh, was a movie about this uh, this lad who moves to a, uh, a small southern town in America, a town called Vermont, and he's moved from the city of Boston, and he experiences a, a heavy dose of culture shock. Because what happened was, a few years earlier, uh, the little town was rocked by an accident that killed five of the teenagers after a night out. So the local council uh, and, and, and the, the reverend uh, have responded by, by banning uh, loud music and dancing in the town. So it's a town in America, and this is true apparently as well. This has happened to, uh, in, in many, many towns in the deep south of America, very religious, a sort of Presbyterian. They've actually banned dancing. So it sounds like an incredible plot, but like I say, it's loosely based on a true story. Mm. It's a vegetarian update as well, because of course it contains no bacon this time. Good line. So yesterday, uh, the stars of the movie uh, met up with me and Matt. Now, Jen, you couldn't do this interview. Uh, you were doing something busy. Unbelievable. What were you doing? I just, I, fancy showbiz things? Yeah, I did, actually. I, just, did you? I had to meet my friend for some lunch. <sighs> you see, we turned down loads of stuff. I turned down a game of badminton with Jimmy Harkishan to do a, this interview. I was about to go bowling with John Noakes. But no. Anyway, so the stars, two big Hollywood stars, uh, came to Key 103 yesterday. It was Julianne Hoff and Kenny Wormont. Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you guys? Oh. Good, how are you? Yeah, we're really good. It's really nice to meet you. So, Kelly and Julianne. Um, now, listen, as a child of the 80s, I've got to say, um, I, was, I was a big fan of the original Footloose. And, and then, you know, like when you hear they're going to make a remake of a film? You um, go, ah. Oh. You go, oh, uh, yeah. no. But do you know what? The, the, the reviews for this film uh, are fantastic, aren't On they? Rotten Tomatoes, you get 72. 2% and the 1984 version of Footloose only got 57 so technically speaking your film is 15% better than the original <laughs> well done you two wow. has, the, has the dancing come on is the dancing more 2011 is it a bit less kind of Kenny Rogers more Nicole Scherzinger um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely updated we, we kind of nod to some of the original steps but it's definitely updated dance is so exposed right now so the public knows what's, what's good and what's not so we definitely uh, had to please everyone on that on that field and you've got a lot of the original songs from the from the soundtrack as well haven't you oh yeah and uh yeah you can't have footloose without the, the soundtrack you can't have footloose without the, let's hear it for my baby <laughs> exactly nice i'm holding up for a hero on the end of the line oh it's a monster it's a <laughs> oh, monster yeah. soundtrack guys it's a wow you guys so like you guys it huh yeah, yeah. The, the main one. We yeah, have all good. those songs in the film, and we kind of remade some of the old ones. We have some of the original ones, so it's a perfect mix of uh, of the uh, songs that everyone loves. And you two are both dancers in real life, aren't you? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Real life. So, so actually, uh, Julianne, you're you're the the little sister of Derek Hoff, aren't you? The uh... I am indeed. Now yes. he, he's really famous over here now because, of course, of his friendship or whatever it was with with Cheryl Cole. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's going, right. Right. Don't ask me to right, comment yeah, on that. Yeah, that one. Don't ask me. To, how, how, how is Derek? Is he okay? 
Yeah, Derek's amazing. He's doing uh, Dance with the Stars right now. Yeah. And, uh, He's probably going to win. Probably. This will be his fourth time, little sheesh. <laughs> um, oh, that yeah, sibling he's a rivalry. Trophy, ho- tro- yeah. trophy hog. You Stroke danced with you him, didn't you, the other week on the show? We did. Yeah, we danced. Uh, we, we literally made that up like a couple nights before because we were just like so stressed out. Like both of us were traveling. Busy, Kenny yeah. and I were traveling doing the movie and I was sicker than a dog. I'm still kind of sick right now. Um, what, what, what's wrong with you, Julianne? Oh, I'm just a sick person. No, I'm sure. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, I have the flu probably. I don't know. I'm on oh. the Z-Pack, so... Do you mind if I just sit back a bit? Yeah. Absolutely. That's why I'm wearing this mask, you guys. We don't need those crazy Yankee germs coming over here infecting us. (laughs) 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 Hey, listen, uh, Julian, I did see see pictures of you in the papers um, over the weekend. So when you guys arrived in the UK, uh, you, you, you were loaded down. You were laden with a giant bouquet of roses. Oh, yes, that's true. Is that from you? Is that from Ryan, your fella? Yes. Oh. Yes. He uh, he just said good luck with the opening weekend of Footloose. Wish I could be there. So it was very very sweet. Yeah. Now he's on the TV all over here as well. Now um, I'm trying to think what the, the latest thing he's on because he's obviously not on the American X Factor, but he was a big star. He's become very famous over here with uh, with American Idol, hasn't he? Yeah, American Idol, and he hosts some uh, entertainment news shows. He has a radio station, um, and he produces a lot of shows like the Kardashians and. Jamie Oliver's Food Revolution. And he's also obviously like a radio, he's a, he's a breakfast DJ as well, isn't he? And he's on he about indeed, a gazillion yeah. stations over, over in America. Yeah, he? he's on uh, KISS, uh, KISS FM, which is all over the country, yeah. I've, I've travelled all around America, and, and you can hear Ryan Seacrest on the radio any time of day or night. Basically, he, you can't get rid of Ryan. You can't, can you? No. I know. <laughs> if, if, you, if you guys ever split up, you're going to have to move to an entirely different country, because every time you turn the radio on, it's going to be him. Exactly, and, and preferably not in English. English-speaking one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All right. Well, listen. Good luck with it, guys. Um, like you. I say, it's had Thanks really good reviews, and uh, I'm looking forward to see it this weekend. Uh, oh, Footloose is on general release right now. Uh, these will be the two stars this morning: it's Julianne Hoff and Kenny Wormall. Yeah. It's Key 103 Breakfast with Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. We like to mix things up a bit. We've got tickets for Stone Roses going on sale on the Key 103 ticket line on Friday. If you'd like to see the Stone Roses reunited, you might have seen the clips on the news yesterday. How excited are you about this, by the way, Matt? Well, uh, to be honest, I was slightly sceptical until I saw the press conference. And they were all like little excited kids. And the fact that they've been practising a lot, the fact that they're going to write some new songs, I actually feel quite excited now and really interested in seeing how it goes. Yeah, Jen, you was a fan of the Stone well, Roses. Well, I'm very excited. I'm a massive fan. Because my big brother was a big fan. Because technically, I'm not quite old enough to have seen them Nor me. live last Nor me. time. No of way. Of course, you're not. No. But this time, I can. You know, I was jealous of my brother going off watching them at like Spike Island and things. Spike Island, yeah. But uh, it's one of those I, I was go. there moments, yeah. wasn't it? Well, There's I wasn't there. No, I wasn't there. I will either. be at Heaton Park. Yeah. There's also a kind of feeling of the of unfinished business in a way mm. because they only recorded two albums, and there was like a what a seven year gap between those two albums. Mm. So it's not like bands like The Smiths or something like that who've had you know five or six albums they've only had two so that it's quite interesting to see how they're going to sound actually it's a bit like you know um with faulty towers there was only ever two series of that wasn't there it's one of those great british things mm. that they've, they've they didn't over egg the pudding in exactly the same way that the police academy movies did 
Do you know what I mean? It's like stop when you're ahead. <laughs> two yeah. albums, two series, you're out. Everyone will love you forever. Uh, Ian Brown, John Squire, Manny and Rennie officially announced the comeback for the Stone Roses at this press conference in London. Our chief reporter, Mr John Pickford, was there chatting to the band uh, and he said it was, a, it was a real exceptional moment in music history. Uh, they are at Heaton Park, like Jen said, on Friday the 29th and Saturday the 30th of June. These tickets are going to fly, aren't they? They really are. I mean, I don't think that's enough concerts, but... Why are they only doing two? I don't know. But um, they're trying to make Heaton Park the new big place, aren't they? Because did Oasis? Oasis did, Oasis did there a couple of summers ago. ago. I've got to be honest, I didn't enjoy the Oasis gig there. The I, atmosphere I was, wasn't great, apparently. Well, was it? I got hit on the back of the head by a bottle of urine, and I just thought, this yeah, is but you get that a lot. <laughs> Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Mike and Jenny. And good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Mike and Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Good morning, everybody. Um, there's a story in the Sun newspaper today, um, which also has um, an incredible picture to go with it. Um, if, if you can get a chance to have a look at the Sun today, it's even worth going into a newsagent on purpose. Jen, you've just seen this picture now, haven't you? Oh, dear. It's a story of um, a bloke called uh, Wesley Warren Jr., who's American, who needs a $1 million operation to remove his seven stone testicles. He's, um, in, you know, in the annals of unusual medical conditions, this ranks right at the top, doesn't it? How have they missed that on um, that programme on Channel 4? Embarrassing, Embarrassing illnesses. illnesses. Um, he's got a £100 scrotum. We've just put the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Next on dispatch is the man with a £100 scrotum. <laughs> Um, we shouldn't be laughing. This is poor bloke. Um, it's it's absolutely enormous, and you can see it bulging. And it's it's like he's he's smuggling a Galapagos turtle in his underpants. It's like the biggest bulge you've ever seen. Um, we've put the picture on Facebook now. You've you've got to see it. I'm sorry, you have just got to see it. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash key one hundred and three. So this bloke developed scrotal elephantitis. Um, it's not easy, he said, to get around. Um, standing and groaning as he lifted his scrotum off his, off his makeshift, makeshift pedestal uh, and lets it hang on the floor. This is like a Mills and Boone story. <laughs> yeah, <isn't it>? <laughs> <laughs> He's been keeping it a secret for years. Exactly how do you keep a seven-stone nutsack a secret? <laughs> anyway, the doctors say the operation is going to cost a million pounds. Oh, well, they're the one with the big balls. A million pounds? Cheeky. I know, isn't it? Um, he says he has to stay in most of the time. But then, you know, by the time he's, he's done scratching himself in the morning, that's pretty much the day shot, isn't it? That's it. That's your day. He says, it makes me stay in all of the time. He's now gone public, even though he knows there will be those who laugh at him. Not us. I mean, no. Matt, Matt uh, let out a cheeky little snigger, but I, for one, you know, I think it's a very it's serious like issue. It's like a permanent space hopper attached to you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what it's like when the woman's, you know, him and a woman are... It would be like going on a space hopper. What does this guy do for a living? <laughs> it doesn't say, but I, I imagine not much. He does stay in most of the time. Are you going to make a joke about getting the sack? No, because that would be tacky. Right. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine. Come on! Taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103. First, she was falsely banged up in prison. And now, she's got to work with Toulon. That's some serious bad luck. Um, I've just uploaded a picture, which I've found, of you, Jen. Right. It's a really nice picture from... From when you started at Coronation Street, oh. I've just I've just stuck it on the Facebook it? site. You can refresh at any time, Matt. You can refresh. It's facebook.com oh slash God. <laughs> facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Q103. There's a picture of Jenny McAlpine, which joined That's Coronation Street. That's our very Street. first day on Coronation Street. 
It looks like your very first day on Earth. <laughs> How old were you then? I was, um... 17. 17. 17. I don't look it, do I? Where, where are the rest of the cabbage patch kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she looks... She's got really, really tight, um, strawberry oh. blonde hair. Yeah, it's I think red. you look It's very red, yeah. You look to me like... I look cute. Where's Daddy Warbucks? <laughs> <laughs> you look like Little Orphan Nanny. It's a hard knock live for us. It's a hard knock. I think we've stepped over the line. Listen, she's a television star. Do not insult her. Sorry. Yeah? You wouldn't do that if Bill Oddie was here. No, because she's blossomed. <laughs> I have blossomed. You have you have changed. Yeah. Well, it was 10, 11 years ago. Well, I suppose you would change, wouldn't you? Well, a bit, yeah. Um, you have, Mike. I have, actually, yeah. yeah. Bits of me have got smaller, bits of me have got bigger. <laughs> anyway, um, you've got to see this picture. It's facebook.com forward slash key103 if you would like to see the picture of Gemma when she joined Corrie. Aww. You do look, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, I know, I know it's you, but it's almost unrecognisable, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she's entirely you know happy with this is? feature. It's, see if people can guess where I am. You're in um, Gail's kitchen. Nope. Uh, you're in Roy's Royal. Royal's Roy's Royal. You're in the cabin. Nope. Are you in the war? Are you in the Warbucks mansion? Yes. <laughs> it's honestly, you see the picture, you will laugh. In fact, anyone will laugh when they see that picture. Maybe except you look for uh, cute. except for Jen. I'm happy. With you that. do look. You do look really cute. Oh. What? I'm saying. I know. I, I genuinely think that you look cute, Jenny, but Mike, what has happened? You can be so nasty at times. <laughs> I've not said anything. She's on the telly and everything. You didn't say that to John Craven. <laughs> um, the latest traffic from, uh, from. Do you want this traffic a while? Oh, God, I knew it. I knew it. Sense of humour failure. It's all very easy pointing fun at other people. Look, look, the comments are coming in already on this photo, Jen. You ready? Yeah, go on. Uh, Peter Dugan oh, says. Oh, how cute. Oh, how cute. You know cute. they are. Love yeah. it. Uh, Daniel Farrar says, ha, fizz bomb. Uh, Joanne Kelly says, fizz bomb. You look like the love child of Mick Hucknell. Yeah, there is a bit of that. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Uh, Nicola Finnegan says, you look like Annie. Uh, Nikki Goodwin says, cute. Uh, Lady, uh, Victoria Illingworth says, OMG, so adorable. You see? It's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> but your plan's backfired. Your evil plan, Matt, has backfired to embarrass Jen. People love her. Yeah, my plan. Yeah. Jenny, uh, do you want to do the traffic now? Yes, Because I do. you are fantastic at Annie's, doing the traffic. Annie's coming to the, um, um, is it at the Opera House soon with Sue Pollard? <laughs> oh, is she playing Mrs. Flanagan? Yeah. Mrs. <laughs> Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if they need an understudy. I wonder if they Send do. Send them that photo. Mike Toulon and Jenny McAlpine taking over Manchester's breakfast on Key 103.